Welcome to the Hello Seattle podcast, a local perspective on living in and moving to Seattle. Yeah, we're excited to introduce you to people, places, and communities that make living in our hometown special. Hello, Seattle. I'm your host, Dan Keller. And I'm your host, Zach McDonald. And we've got an awesome episode for you here today. Dan, I'm excited because we're going to talk about how much money you need to earn to Mm -hmm. buy a condo in Seattle. It's a big, big topic. It's a great question. And especially even real estate agents and mortgage professionals like us that kind of in the back of our mind have an idea. Okay. Yeah. You're purchasing at the $500,000 price point. You need to kind of earn about X number of dollars a year to qualify. Yeah. Well, you kind of got to throw it out the window because we've been so brainwashed over the last five to 10 years of interest rates being in the three to five range. And that's just not yeah, now we're right in the now. seven to eight range. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Big, big difference. And you know, there, there are a lot of different things that go into buying a condo specifically, mm-hmm. and that's not what we're going to spend our time on here today. It's because that's not necessarily valuable in this context, but we really want to give some, um, context yeah. to what it costs to buy a house yep. or a condo specifically here in Seattle, but then, um, show what those numbers look yep. like. We got the money guy, Dan yeah. Keller with us. So before we do that though, I want to have your one minute mortgage minute and we'll start now. Yeah. Start the timer. Uh, we're, Hey, we're going on the second week in a row now where we've seen a break in interest rates. So this is so actually, nice. yeah, it's been really nice. So we're actually dropping down into the low sevens. So just think about this from a perspective standpoint, Zach, about two and a half to three, re- th- three weeks ago, we were knocking on the door eight and a quarter. Yeah, it was, it was brutal. Yeah. So we've seen some relief. The Fed came out and said, hey, we're not going to raise the Fed rate. And then what they kind of said in their comments um, was encouraging to investors. They liked that. And uh, mortgage bonds have rallied since. So we're seeing a little bit of a break in that. And we also saw inflation numbers come down. That's the other reason. So we've been waiting on this. You've been hearing me talk about this for almost two years now. Once we see a break in inflation, we'll see a break in mortgage rates. And we're starting to see that. Yeah. And that's before the Fed rates even changed at all. That's it. Yep. Okay. Yep. Well, on the real estate side, I want to focus specifically on condos here today because, well, we're talking about condos. And in Seattle, the median sales price for a condo last month was five sixty-five, and that's up nine point seven percent year over year. Can you believe that? So October to October, October huh? twenty twenty-two to okay. October twenty twenty-three, up nine point seven percent. Now compare that with single family, eight hundred eighty thousand median sales price. Okay, down three point three percent. So what does all that mean? That means if you bought a condo last year, you're looking, you're you looking good. You made return on your investment. Oh, you made a 9.7% return. Okay, yeah. cool. And then you, you made a negative return on your purchase of a single family home. And, you know, historically speaking, yeah. condos appreciate slower. Sure. But condos during the pandemic took a big hit. Yeah. So that's a big reason why I think they're appreciating so much. That's right what now. I was meaning to they're ask down you. Significantly. Yeah, that's what I was meaning to ask you. So the surgeon, it, one from an affordability standpoint, condos are actually affordable. Yes. Right? Yeah. Okay. Priced, priced price cheaper. Yep. And they also were below the prices that they were at. Yep. So when we were seeing single family homes skyrocket in price, yep. the t- the condos went down and were yeah. relatively stagnant. So they started to pick up yeah. because of all of this. Well, I did a video about a year ago, Zach, and and I called it the condo comeback. Because what we saw during COVID is we saw a lot of people move into the burbs, right? The suburbs, they could, they could work remote. And then 
sadly, the desire to live downtown because of the six foot, you know, got to be social distance and all that yep. stuff. And people didn't, they kind of wanted to stay away from people. Yeah, well, for sure. there, it was just a matter of time before they got that all squared away. And look at it now, downtown living's back and the stats don't lie. So that's, that's actually very encouraging. It's a great segue into why we're making this podcast today. Yeah, I agree. And I think the desire to live closer to work is back and you know, people, some people bought houses, 30, 40 minute drives from Seattle and that's without traffic. And now they have to return to the office. And so this idea of buying a condo and being close to work has become popular again. Yep. So let's talk about some different examples, because yeah. I think when you start to consider how much it costs to buy a condo, but how much you need to make, there are different types of condos, yep. different price points all over Seattle. You could spend as little as three, 400,000, and you could spend well over a million dollars for a condo. So mm -hmm. let's look at some different examples. The first one is in Greenwood. So we'll do a little bit of a tour yeah, around Yeah, we're gonna Seattle. start at the lowest, and, 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 and again, there's no rhyme or reason to this. We kinda did, yeah. I had you run a search, mm -hmm. and your search showed places in the 300s all the way up to the north of a million and a mm -hmm. half. And, what we did too, is we took kind of a combination of, of what we see in our practice, in our offices every single day. And so not just price point, but relative HOAs and also relative communities too. So, mm -hmm. um, so there yeah, are some assumptions too made yeah, for these numbers. Actually, let's so talk about that. Why first. don't you share those yeah. assumptions? So, you know, we just set the stage yeah. for the condos. Yeah. There was no rhyme or reason. We just picked these, but yep. What are some of the assumptions they need to be aware of for the, the financing yeah, piece? Some of the assumptions, like we just said, are what we see our clients purchasing. So most of, of, of a lot of our clients are, are tech, they're working downtown. So they're mm -hmm. wanting to use light rail. They're wanting to use transit, city transit or bike. Yep. They're not necessarily commuting into, into downtown. Okay. So we, we picked four different communities that, that, that fit that. Now, financial assumptions that I used was a 760 credit score, mm -hmm. a minimum of 5% down. So I used a 5% down payment for this report and these numbers, cause I'm the, I'm the money guy. What I did is I reverse engineered the total monthly payment, including the taxes and the HOI, HOA dues and PMI okay. and reverse engineered what it would take to qualify for that type of a mortgage payment, okay? Got it, so and you so, took the, the numbers, the cost of it on a regular yep. basis plus factored in, you know. That's it, it current interest your, rates, price yep. points. So okay. so we use a 760 credit score, a 5% down payment. I'm using, and this is not a rate quote, but I'm using a conservative 30-year fixed rate on a condo, which is 7.5%. And again, uh, I am gonna say this because I did just mention a rate. My MLO number is 115349. I'm a licensed mortgage broker with New American Funding. Okay. Um, Love the disclaimer. Gotta say, I don't it. have to I don't say that. In trouble. It's you really cute when you say that. <laughs> and I used an assumption that you have a little bit of debt. Okay. So let's say you have $500 a month in credit card or student loan, or maybe a car loan. So some, yeah, some, my, some my auto payment is like 1100 bucks. So <laughs> a little I have a Tahoe. Well, you're not a first time home buyer either. No, but still. <laughs> so anyways, there's some assumptions here, but what, what, what Zach was getting at, let's go to the first property in, in Greenwood. So yeah. your search came up with a cool little one bedroom, one bath in Greenwood. Where's, yeah. where's Greenwood, Zach? Greenwood is Northwest Seattle. So you're getting close to the border of Seattle and Shoreline yep. Yep. on the west side of I-5. 
this particular spot is one of the more affordable places. Mm -hmm. If you're buying a condo that's this price, you're probably looking on the north end, either northwest or northeast Seattle, mm -hmm. or you're looking south of the city. So, so there's not a lot really close in in this price range. When I think of Greenwood too, I also think of it does not, and correct me if I'm wrong, doesn't it parallel Aurora? Yeah. Kind of heading into downtown Seattle. Yeah. And then it also, really if you're on Greenwood, when you get south of Greenwood, you can veer down and that's where you head down into Ballard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. And Greenwood's pretty much touching Ballard. Yep. Mm -hmm. There you go. So we're up here in Greenwood, $400,000, one bed, one bath. This particular condo has a $400 a month homeowners association dues too. So it's, yep. you know, tip, that's a a little pretty, bit more affordable. Yeah. That's pretty normal pretty if normal. you're looking in this price point. Yep. And the sales price on this one, just for everybody, uh, is 320 was the price point on this one. Oh, it was 320, exactly. not 400? Yeah, this one was 320. Wow. Okay, I had 400. Okay. Okay, so I need to, I need to go rework up my numbers real quickly. But all said and done. So check this out. So the total monthly payment on this guy, um, give me one second. Cause I want to update Gotta this to get you guys numbers. accurate. Info. I know we, we took a, we took no, a general okay. number. So the total monthly payment on this one is $2,769 mm -hmm. a month. That's principal and interest at 7.5% 30 year fix. Okay. That's a $30 a month insurance premium. So that's walls in it's Q6 policy. You have to pay that. It's about $30 a month. Yep. We pull the property taxes on this particular unit and then there's monthly private mortgage insurance. So add all those together and you're at about $2,769. So let me switch over here. So what would it take to qualify for that? that that's condo? a good question. You need to make about $93,000 a year. I was going to say a hundred grand. Yeah right under a hundred. Mm -hmm. So, so here's the other thing too, not just you, I'm talking about total household income. So whether you had a co-borrower, if you were doing it by yourself, whatever. So just about $93,000 qualifying income. Okay. Okay. All right. So that's the first one. The second one, we're moving closer to downtown. Now you said this isn't Belltown, but it's kind of like downtown. -ish. Yeah, it's, it's smack dab in downtown. I mean, you're, a, you're a block from you're a block from Pike Place. Okay, tell us about this condo. Yeah, so this one's in the Emerald. It's a two-year-old complex, well, three-year-old, 2020 build. Pretty small, one bed, one bath, 648 square feet. It's sold for 581. Okay. Address here is 121 Stewart Street. So, cool. Dan, what would it look like to yep. buy a sleek, new, modern condo right there in downtown smack dab downtown so you're looking at about four thousand this is again everything's included in this the mm -hmm. hoa dues on this one's 590 yeah okay right yeah and that's but, pretty low for something this nice and new yep so everything's included including the hoa dues you're looking at about four thousand nine hundred sixty two dollars a month okay mm -hmm. so what do you have to earn to buy this one with five percent down you're going to need to earn just shy of 150, $146,000 a year. Nailing it. Okay. Yeah. Now I might as well talk about down payment and closing costs since we're here. And if you're watching this on YouTube, you're going to see this report up on the screen. 5% mm -hmm. down plus closing costs is about $42,000 for this particular all in on this particular unit. So it's not bad. You might be watching this going, well, Dan, I got 20% down. Cool. That's where I just say, reach out to us and I can plug your own scenario into a report like this mm -hmm. and get you a better idea. But we're using again, Remember those assumptions, 5% down and a 760 credit score or higher. Okay. All right, Zach, the number third three. one. Number three, yeah, this moving one. Up the, moving up the rank. Yeah, we're going to change it up a little bit. So we're looking at Capitol Hill now, okay. and we're looking at a two-bedroom, 1.75 bath 
okay. unit, 904 square feet. So a little bit bigger. The address on this one, 714 Bellevue Avenue East. And the community here is called 714 Bellevue cool. Avenue East. Exciting, right? Mm -hmm. So sales price on this one, $740,000. Dan, what would it look like to- What's the HOA on this one? This buy this little, one. This is a little bit more. It's yeah, close to a grand, 918. right? 918. 918. Now with HOAs, there are lots of things that go into it, as you know, mm -hmm. but if you're listening, you've got basic things that can be part of your HOA, like building maintenance and insurance. And you can add in other things like water, sewer, garbage, normal mm -hmm. utility costs that you'd have. Sometimes there's a swimming pool or an athletic facility. Anytime there are extra things, those costs go up. This, particular, yeah. this particular community was built in 1981. Okay. So there's most likely some maintenance coming up on the building and or they've done some recent maintenance. Cool. So that will bump the, the dues up as well. So including your dues of 918 mm -hmm. a month, your total monthly payment would be about $6,420 a month. Okay. Now, you want to get a, you want to give us a guess on what you think you need to earn to buy this guy with 5% down? A little over 200? No, actually 185. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So $185,000 hmm. qualifying income to buy a $740,000 condo with 5% down with a $918 a month HOA dues. So you'd have considerably more purchase power buying a single family house yeah. than without those HOA yep, dues. That's okay. it, that HOA dues, especially when you start knocking on the door of $1,000 a month, mm. that, that does tap into your buying power. So, all right, now let's go up to the next price point. We're gonna knock, speaking of knocking on the door, we're gonna knock on the door of a million. Yeah, okay. 970. Okay. So we're right under a million. Now, of course you can spend more than this, but for the sake of illustration, 970, this, is a condo in Queen Anne in okay. the Renaissance complex. Oh, yeah. So pretty nice building there built in 2003. Mm -hmm. Two beds, 1.75 baths, 1,117 square feet. So not much bigger, but yep. a little bit newer, a little bit nicer, uh, arguably better location. But you know, I think whether you're looking at Cap Hill or mm -hmm. Queen Anne, it's more of a personal preference at that point. But what does it look like to buy this condo? What's the condo dues on this one? The HOA dues? Yeah. 620? 620 or the okay. HOA dues. Yeah. So 970 purchase price, $620 a month, the HOA dues. Mm -hmm. Added that to your monthly payment. You're looking at $7,907 a month. Okay. You want to take a guess at what you need to earn to buy this guy? I think we're still right around 200,000. Yeah. Quarter I think of the a million. Lower, I think the lower, a two, 250, yep. huh? Yep. Wow. But yep. that's with the lower HOA dues no, too. 225. Yep. Okay. $225,000 a year. Okay. And uh, yeah, because remember we're bumping up the price point almost 200 grand on this. A quarter's one. 25 yeah. cents, huh? Not 50 cents. Yeah. <laughs> well, with inflation. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. <laughs> right, man. Yeah. So yeah, you're you're about $225,000 mm. a year to buy a beautiful condo uh, on Queen Anne. So, mm. you know, the reason why we did this First, we spend, I spend, you know, 16 years later in the mortgage industry, I spend a lot of my time having coffee with and sitting down with first time home buyers. And I love to be able to give them kind of this, yeah, if you make X, and this is just kind of coffee house conversations, mm -hmm. the next level conversation 
is an application, is a mortgage planning meeting where we where we customize it. Mm-hmm. But I think the pe- people that are considering buying a home right now, this is really helpful information, you yeah, know, with, sure. with rates being where they're at. And mm-hmm. like uh, we said at the very beginning, it looks like we're seeing some relief. So, you know, as rates continue to drop, that also increases your affordability, your, your, your buying power, if you will. But here's the sad exchange. As rates drop, what, what do more people do? They buy. They come into the market mm-hmm. and they buy. So your competition goes up. And you just mentioned that the condos. Condo competition returned, started yep. returning with a vengeance, yep. especially with the higher rates. Yep. You, you got to buy. What, if you want to buy and you can't afford the higher prices, That's you got to change your strategy. So. Yeah. That's why there's been so much interest in the condos here recently. There's one other thing that I want to talk about, but we're not going to go into depth about this, yeah. but the, in September, the guidelines relative to financing condos in the United States of America have completely changed. Literally went back to square one to protect you, the buyer. Okay. Yeah. Tell us um, about them. We don't really want to talk a whole lot about that, but in the past you could look up to see if the condo was approved on the Fannie Mae approval list, or you could put down a substantial amount of money and it wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah, now it is. guidelines. Yeah, yeah, now you, they wanna make sure that the the master policy is in check, that the home, the, 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 the HOA and the project is fully insured mm-hmm. and insured adequately so that if there is an event, a tragic event, the homeowners aren't gonna get billed additional assessments because of that, okay? Yeah, makes so sense. There's a lot there. And then they're really honing in on special assessments so that they're not handing off these additional surprise costs to homeowners, which they have in the past, which is, I mean, when money's tight, if, you, if you're already paying $500 a month in HOA and they, hey, you're gonna have a special assessment for three years of another 500, that's yeah. not good. So a special assessment is when you have extra money added to your HOA dues, mm-hmm. essentially. So your HOA dues are, in theory, funding any type of maintenance on the building because everybody owns the building together. But a special assessment's money on top, where there, to is, pay for there isn't repairs. money set aside. Yeah, there it's like, yeah. hey, we need to replace the roof. And well, by the way, we don't have any money in this bank account, so you all need to bring some more money. Yeah, and yeah. by the way, the roof is gonna cost 20 million, so we're gonna take 300 units divided by 20 million over five years, and then you pay for that. And that's part of, so- It's part of condo I ownership, love, it's part of homeownership. Well, that's why I like everybody HOAs. Everybody has to do, <laughs> yeah. everybody needs to replace the siding yeah. on their house, replace the windows, so yeah. it's essentially a forced savings that's account it. unless you're not putting any money in it. Well, people ask me all the time, they're like, what do you think of HOAs? And I said, there's the pros and cons. I think, I think the good part of HOAs, which if you're buying a single family home, typically you don't have an HOA, is it requires you as a homeowner to put money away yes. for future repairs and you know things that, that need to be updated or upgraded. Um, if you own a home, it's kind of up to you to do that. But anyhow, so things have changed relative to condo qualifying guidelines for a mortgage. This all stemmed back to a 2021 tragic condo collapse in Miami, Florida. And Fannie Mae was basically on the hook for it. And they're like, no more, not on our That's watch. That's a big bummer. It was a big deal. This yeah, is a big it was time a deal. big deal. So um, we're all, we're all going to have to adhere to new guidelines. That's why it pays to work with a pro. If you guys have any questions on buying a condo or financing, I'd love to, we'd love to be a resource. That's why we, yeah, we have this podcast. But as we wrap up today, Zach, one of our next podcasts, I can't promise you it's going to be the very next one but we've planned out another a follow-up episode to this. Um, how much money do you need to earn in Seattle to buy a townhome? So typically yeah. it's condos, 
townhomes, single family homes. Yeah, and there's lots of different types of homes. So over the course of months and, and years, we'll be able to dive into these different uh, conversations. And of course, having fun people on the podcast yeah. as well to mix it up so it's not just us talking every time. Every week, yeah. I mean, I'm sure everybody loves hearing our voices. So yeah. Dan, I mean, what should people do if they wanna, they wanna continue following along? How can they help us? Well, if you found this valuable today, you can help us by giving us a review on Apple or Spotify, we'd love that. Um, obviously share this, share this, yes, anyone please. that you know that is thinking about buying a condo in 2024, um, or in general, just share this with them. I think there's a lot of good info info in here. Um, you and I teach home buyer classes. Yep. You can reach out to us for an invitation to, um, one of our, our next home buyer classes, or you can just reach out. We'll grab, we'd love to go down, sit down, have coffee with you. Um, and then just go over kind of what you're looking to do and see what we can do to be a resource. Yeah. Well, I guess that's a wrap. So, that's it. Goodbye, Seattle.